Holy Puck, your number one source of hockey news, views, and abuse. It seems to be part of the course for the fucking Habs these days. I, I will definitely take all your advice on spark plugs. You're a piece of shit. Uh, it's good, wholesome fun. Vibes all around. Good vibes all around. Holy Puck. Old fans longing for a return to the glory days. So aggressive. And then there's young fans so who don't aggressive. know what a glory day is. Shame! Braden Spudby. It was such a one-sided fight. It was brutal. That's top-notch comedy. If you don't appreciate that, you can fuck off. Let's do it. Wow. It's been like a thousand years since we've been talking on the internet. My name is John. This is Cam. Welcome to Holy Puck. How are you, Cameron? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. couple of weeks off. So, you know, it's been nice fun having to speak to you on the right. It's been pretty good. Actually, to be fair, you called me today twice, so fuck you. But the reason I called you is about <laughs> hot dogs and Phil Kessel, so it's all good. Yeah, that was worth it, though. That actually made my day, hey. Mm. It was pretty good. Pretty good. I'll so everyone in on the joke, basically. I was listening to the, the Merrick versus Wyshynski podcast, and he said the reason he wants the Pens to win the Stanley Cup is so that Phil Kessel can take the Stanley Cup to Toronto get a hot dog cart, fill it full of hot dogs and eat the hot dogs and tell everyone to fuck off. I feel like that would be a great time for all concerned, especially me. In fact, yeah, I, mostly I me. That's the only reason I could get on board the pens if it involved Phil Kessel. Yeah, I'm fucking super off the pens, eh? Well, why would that be, John? Uh, is that because they beat the Caps in fucking six? Let's get to that later because I'm upset. You're upset. Everyone's I'm going. Not upset. Everything's I'm not going upset well. In fact, what I will say is the West looks fucking sick. That is just I'm having such a great time. It's it's just I just love that the Blues are still in it and they're they're killing it too. And the Sharks are there. It's all great. You know, I so feel this is, this is quite nice for me because this is the second year in a row that I haven't had a horse in the race. But last year being I don't know. Does it feel worse not having a team in the playoffs, or does it feel worse? Like well, knowing you me to explain myself. Well, I don't know, man. I feel like you you're going to say something absurd and it's going to upset me. No, because so last year was the first <laughs> year that I didn't have a team in for quite a while, and that was that was a, that was a bit of a pill to swallow. So I'm like, this is shit. I was kind of disinterested. The Blackhawks working good, so I tuned out. I stopped caring. Yeah. But year, year two of the bees not making the playoffs, where I didn't expect them to make the playoffs, if we're being totally honest with ourselves. You know, made you I've feel made, a bit better about I've yourself. Peace with it, so I'm just able to sit back and go. I'll just enjoy the sport as a whole. Oh, I see. So you're looking at it a little bit more holistically. Yeah, and it's been really good. Like all the series are good. The matchups have been really good, and I'm able to, in a stress-free manner, just kick back and be like, I'm having a good time. Whereas people such as yourself have been sitting there biting their fingernails, and I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it has been. Quite a difficult, quite a difficult series, let me tell you, dude. So what I'm saying is there's benefits to being a loser. <laughs> so it's great following a shit-cunt team while they're a shit-cunt team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely <laughs> fringe benefits that I'd originally, I'd originally overlooked. So, ah, yes. you know, maybe I won't be so hard on them moving forward. Like if they want to not make the playoffs next year, that'd be cool as well. But um, three years in a row, is, that's a bit of pill to swallow though, eh? Well, not as bitter as the one I read this morning. So I read, and this is like a total sidebar, but I don't give a shit because it's our show and we do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> um, is that leading into the end of the trade period, you know how the Bruins were trying to flip Louis Erickson? Yeah. Apparently, we had a deal on the go with the Blues and it was going to be Shattenkirk for Erickson. And Don Sweeney nixed it and said no because the Blues wanted us to take Yori Laterra as well. And I'm like, 
What oh. the fuck when you take Yori Lateri? Well, he's got the game-winning goal today. The dude's a jet. And like, oh, you know, it would have put us up against the cap. And I'm like, yeah, with a good player. Yeah, I feel like it's a little upsetting. Oh, well. It's so, it's so shit. Like, we're going to have Chris Kelly's contract off the books next year. We're not going to have Ericsson on the books. We're going to be moving on a bunch of dudes. We would. It, it, it was really short-sighted. And that actually pissed me off. That is tough, man. It's the first time I've been pissed off about the Bruins in about six weeks. That's because there's been no press, so there's been nothing for you to be pissed off about. Yeah, and then that pops its fucking ugly head up, and here we are. And here we are. But why aren't we talking about the Sharks, dude? Talking about who? The Sharks. My favorite yeah. team currently. Because yeah. I'm all about, I'm all about the, you know, the big, the big Pavelski who's killing it at the minute. The big Pavelski is killing it in a huge way. If he doesn't get the EA 2K17 cover, then there's no justice in the world. There is no justice, although some of the ones that have been trolling the internet have been absolutely fucking killing it. So let's talk oh. about the two teams that are being eliminated from the West right now. Let's, let's Give me your thoughts on Dallas, because I know that there are some thoughts rumbling around about Dallas, and I feel that the, the easiest way to kick it off is, has Dallas. it worked? Has the goalie, has the goaltending been such a huge problem that they couldn't get any further? And is it worth us saying, we said this at the start of the season, and lol, check us out? Well, look, there's a couple of ways to approach this. So, yeah, there, there is the I told you so angle, which anyone who knows us knows we'd be taking the I told you so angle. Well, yeah, um, naturally. But, I mean, I think if you look at it a little more objectively, the fact that Dallas made it to quite a hard-fought Game 7 second-round series with St. Louis is quite a miracle because they did it without Tyler Sagan. So that's obviously huge. Yeah. And they, they did it carrying a pair of goalies that cost them close to $10 million. And it's not like one of these goalies is an older dude, you know, trying to coach a younger dude. It's two old dudes. Being at old. The end of their career, costing them heaps of money, not yeah. being overly mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like it's rough. Like, it's a real rough time being a Dallas fan. Like, I don't, they've, they've, having, having 10 mil invested in two dudes who are, let's be honest, wildly mediocre on the best of days. It's tough, man. Look, it's a real... It, it, it's half-half. There's a lot of promise. There's a lot of good things going on there that they can enjoy. But I think the real Dallas fans know that their goaltending situation is totally shot. Um, the other thing that's worth bringing up as well is with their defensemen, they've got a lot of notable defensemen that are pending free agents now, being Golagoski, Demir, and um, Jordy Ben. Um, so we can so see given, at least one of the their walking. Blue line's quite offensively geared, um, and it, you know they've proven that they couldn't quite keep up against the playoff level offense. They've got two major questions carrying over into next year, um, and they're not even questions, like because it, it questions suggest that it doesn't have an obvious answer. Yeah. So <laughs> they obviously need to address the goal the goaltending situation. Well, yeah. Well, they got to the hard thing's going to be they have to they definitely have to flip one, right? Who's going to take well, Niemi? <laughs> well, here's the thing. So the popular the popular theory that's kicking around now. I and feel like buyout options by, by every major outlet going around. And, you know, for good reason, because it makes a lot of sense. The Rangers know they're fully corked and Lundqvist cost them 10 mil a year. Yeah, it's the time to move. money is for Dallas to make Two for, for Lundqvist, give them Niemi or um, Lettinen. And then um, anyone and from a, their D-line. prospects. Yeah. I, I feel like giving them rights to one of their D-men will also help help them in the long run. It'll, it's a smart move for the for the Rangers because they're fully cooked. Like we went, we well, spoke about a couple episodes ago, they are... Phew, being a Blue Shows well, fan must be worse than being a Caps fan right now. 
True story. The Dallas, the Dallas Stars have a lot of really good prospects coming through from Texas. So there's a, there's a lot of kids that most NHL fans wouldn't even be aware of. Well, the Texas Stars are doing things. really well. So sorry, the Texas Stars are a great team. So it makes sense. Yeah. So they got they got plenty of leverage there. Um, the other option, which less people are talking about, which I'm kind of surprised with, um, given that Matt Murray has been given the starting game two against the Bulk, is I would be seriously considering making an offer to Mark Andre Fleury. Well, the talk is the talk amongst a lot of the analysts at the minute is, is it worth keeping Flurry? Because obviously he's been superseded by you know a later model, and let's be honest, he like you have to ride the hot hand. At some point, mm. you got to start questioning: is it worth keeping Flurry around? Probably not. Like let's be honest, if you've got an asset that's sitting there that's costing you OV money, you got to flip it. Yeah, but the flip side to that is though too, like this could just be a fluke. Like Matt Murray could just be. I could you be know, the glitch like in the matrix. Cam, Cam, Cam Ward had a red hot campaign. And now look at him. Stanley Cup team. Now look you know, at him. So <laughs> Let's be honest. They would be, <laughs> they would be loath to move on just with Murray so quickly because they need to battle test him a little more to see if he's actually going to stay the course. Yeah, that's right. So they've got to give him definitely a couple more playoff games to see if he proves his worth, so to speak. But I, I think it is. I think it'll pay off, man. I, I like but Matt I, Murray. But I don't want to stay sensible. I want to stay ridiculous. So, I want him to flip Flurry and just watch it unfold. It's going to be hilarious either way, right? <laughs> Most definitely. So, look, yeah, Dallas has two very big question marks. It's obviously goaltending, and it's obviously what they do with their defense. With their defense, their, their, their big question there is, are we ready to hand the reins over to the young guys, or do they need to spend some money on a veteran and get him in? Um, they've still got plenty of cap room. It's just, you know, available veteran defensemen, you know, don't just grow on and fall off trees. Well, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of teams who are going to be looking for some veteran D. Um they're really they're, a lot of teams that really bolster that blue line, particularly for some leadership in the in the um, second and third pairing. So I don't know, man. I don't know if it works. I don't know if it works for me. Well I mean I, I would have said they would make a play for Kevin Shattenkirk, but St. Louis aren't going to deal to a team that uh, they now have quite the rivalry with. No. So that's just not going St. to happen. St. Louis are, if they're gonna send I have a feeling that St. Louis being St. Louis now and getting as far as I have now, they will only deal with East Coast teams. Simple as that. Oh most definitely. Most definitely. So yeah. You can't so Dallas, you can't go big trade Dallas, into fucking, you know, LA or fucking uh or anyone from the West that's currently still in a spot or was like as of last week, it's, it's, you're putting yourself in a position to get butt fucked. Yeah. So look, and Dallas who wants to of, get shot on doing to do? I concur. So Nashville looked great. Uh, they took it to seven, mm. which was excellent. I like mm. Nashville, man. You know, you're not, you're not buying it. You've always loved Nashville and I've always liked Nashville and, Stand by my liking, not loving them. Because I feel like you're mostly again, lukewarm. They did pretty well, man. Like they did, they, they, did, they did better did than they've well, done but, under Trots, which you know. Yeah, but, but they don't have scoring depth. They couldn't score enough. Like they've got this all-world defense, and they've got Pekarinen killing it. In, and, well, that's why they brought they in. Uh, score enough. That's why they brought in Rijo, but he was a bit of an ice man during the playoffs, and and oh, your, man, right. your man, your man Neil right, was a bit of an ice man need, as well. They need another winger. They yeah, need another winger. Maybe two can. Maybe two. I don't know. Well, here's the thing that I will say in their defense. They did think they were getting exiting NCAA phenom Jimmy Vezzi. And what Jimmy happened, Cam? He dogged the boys. He dogged the boys. <laughs> First rule, do not dog the boys. Second rule, 
Do not talk to boys. boys. You know that. But, <laughs> but second rule part B, though, it's okay to dog the boys if the boys in Nashville and the dogging is going to result in you going home to Boston. It looks like that's going to happen. So <laughs> You're in a this walking, instance, talking bucket of fuck. <laughs> yeah, in this instance, Jimmy, dog away. Dog away. Um, <laughs> Look, I, I I had no belief at any stage that Nashville were going to progress past the second round. I oh, nobody did. Pushed it. Nobody I mean, did. The fact that they pushed it the seven games against the Sharks was pretty red hot anyway. Um, There's ben, no way that the Sharks were doing anything but winning that game seven, though. Like, are you kidding no. me? Not with that scoreline. They were like, fuck you. It's coming, buddy. Yeah, look, so we know their defense is good. We know their goaltending is good. Next year, they're going to need to uh, upgrade their wingers because, like I just said, they can defend and they can defend in goal. But the best means of defense in the box is sustained offensive pressure, and they weren't putting that on San Jose. They didn't make them pay. That's right. And and their inability to make them pay meant that San Jose were able to continually break out and go on the attack themselves. And lo and behold, here we are in the final uh, the final round out west, and they still aren't taking part. Well, there you go. That's true. So let's let's flip flop over the east cam. Oh, let us. Hey, who, you know who we should talk about from the Eastern Conference, John? Who Who is that, Cam? Maybe the Washington Capitals. Oh, yes. Of course. Who else could it be? Uh, well, look, I'm, I'm going to lead off and I'm going to play devil's advocate here because whilst well, I would love to What else to would you do, Cam? In, well, look, I would love to get stuck in and put the boot in just to upset you a little bit, but that's not entirely fair. I'm already upset because... enough, Cam. I don't think that there's anything <laughs> that you could do to upset me anymore, bro. I don't think putting the boot in is valid in this instance. So what I'm going to say, I don't actually think there's too much that Washington needs to tweak moving into next season. Um, I think you would obviously want to look at upgrading down the middle. So Mike Richards would be the odd man out. Um, I'm going to file this one into it just wasn't their year and they got weak performances from Kuznetsov and Backstrom. Um, what those dudes need to do is just learn from their lessons, grow, take it on the chin, come back next year, a more mature, a more, you know, battle-tested player, and they'll give it another legitimate crack. I don't think they need to do anything silly in, um, you know, chasing hotshot defenders or doing anything silly with Braden Holby. They don't need to do anything stupid like that. They don't need to blow up their core. They need to take the loss on the chin. They need to watch a lot of tape. They need to sit down with trots, and they just need to learn from their mistakes and give it another ping. I have two words for you, Cam. What are those, John? Brooks fucking Orpic. Holy fuck. <laughs> he is a man that can railroad and fucking tailspin a fucking playoff series. Holy shit. Oh, well, my, my God. Brooks Orpic. Is it that he's a sack of shit? You can get the boy out of Pittsburgh, but you can't get the Pittsburgh out of the boy. You... I reckon they allowed him to go to Washington and he's torn you apart from the inside out. Well, he's and torn me take... apart from the inside, Cam, because he single-handedly butt-fucked our series. But... I wouldn't say he single-handedly, but he definitely had a couple of fingers in there doing the fucking. Oh, he definitely added a couple of fingers in the stink midway through, let me tell you. It was not a good yeah. time. So, no, I, I think... I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm feeling fairly jaded. It's been hard for me to watch hockey lately. But Mike Richards is. <laughs> Mike Richards is a goner. Like he's. He's not going to stick around. Um, no. I have a feeling that you will see a couple of low level. Um, we're talking probably th- third, fourth line trades. Um, I think the decor will stay mainly the same. They won't. They'll do the same thing next year as well. Um, I just. It's like like was said in so many videos this week. Like they'll they'll just keep sucking forever. Like they'll keep crushing you. So it's time to give up, Caps fans. 
I, I've I have given two up. questions for you. Yeah, I man. have two questions for you. My first question is who won the Oshi Brower trade, given how well Brower has flourished in the St. Louis system and he's now part of that weird um, patchwork third line for St. Louis who were just absolutely killing it. Um, good question. And I think regular season, the Caps were clear winners um, by a long shot because Brower's season was not necessarily all-time in terms of him and his production, but it was good enough. But Oshie's was... He had one of his career seasons playing for his first season at the Caps, obviously. Moving yep. into the postseason, the winner is clear. Although, actually, I don't know. Because Oshie's hat trick in the first game was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. But well, let's, just call it, I, let's just call it a win for both teams. I feel like it's a draw. Like, I don't know. Happy. They should both be happy with what they've got. Absolutely. Like, I think it was it was like one of those those Haglin, the, the Haglin, uh, who did they trade for again? Haglin and, I forgot the dude. Oh. Huh? Uh, Perron. Perron, yeah. It was like the, the Haglin Perron trade. It was like, it was just a match made in heaven. It was like, you've got a dude you don't want. We've got a dude we don't want. Let's swap him around. Hey, perfect. It just, it just works perfectly. So I don't know. There's there's a lot still wrong with the Capitals. I think that the the culture is poor. Um, they they start very very poorly. I watched so many first periods where the dudes look like they didn't even want to fucking play professional hockey. Um, mm. There's too much of a reliance on Braden Holtby to pull them out of a out of a slump. Um, there's far too much of a over reliance on Ovi during the power play, which has been the same thing forever. But there was during the the last series against the Penguins where he didn't score until the fucking fourth game. So you know, there's that. Um, they they have little answer for when a team comes out and starts playing their own game, and they don't know how to answer. It's it's very bad. It's that the team um, lacks the ability to bounce back and to change their game plan on the fly, um, which has plagued mm-hmm. them for years will I say. And I think Trotz has been a great addition, but I don't know if he's the guy to get them over the line. And to preface that, I don't think anyone is. Um, I don't think that the Caps are going to make it during the Backstrom Ovi era. Um, you could really? almost say the Backstrom Ovi Holtby era, um, the, him being their third superstar there. I just don't think it's going to work out, man. I think it's... it's so what's the point then? Like, why don't you just blow the core up now and try again? Well, I, you know what? Maybe. Maybe it's time. You know, flip, flip backy and see what happens, you know? Um, it's it's just one of those things that... that it, it's just not going to work with how it is. Like, they either need to... What they'll probably do is give it an extra year and then they'll probably start making some obtuse trades. But... Because they have to, like they've got they've got um they've got Jay Will for another season and they've got Oshi for another two or three, so it makes perfect sense to at least give it another crack next year. But I don't know. I hope that the 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 younger second third line core are the guys that go. Actually, last year you fucking stung. Maybe we should actually get out there and fucking score during the playoffs or fucking anything. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I have a feeling that it's going to be the same story again and again um, and you'll see some dudes getting flipped in a couple of seasons and then all the Caps fans will be sitting around like myself thinking where did it all go wrong and I think it's team Ooh. culture they just don't know how to deal with when another team comes at them with a very either like we saw with the with Philly either a very similar game plan or like with um, with the Pens a completely different game plan that they're completely not used to and they didn't know how to deal with it are you done? Are you done with your sob story and your woe is me, poor Washington shit, yeah? I am. Let's talk about this. 
Well, I was actually going to say very quickly, um, what do you guys do with Tom Wilson? Because Wilson was projected to be the second coming of Milan Lucic, and uh, he is very much not that player. I have a feeling that he will be traded. Tom Wilson. You make a very good point there, Cam. And I do. I make a lot of great points. You do. Excellent work. Great hair. Um, I have a feeling that <laughs> I don't know. I I feel that he's probably not going to last the course. He will probably get traded at deadline next season. Really? What do you get in exchange for him? Fuck all. So there's that. Michael well, Ladder. I don't know. That must make you very happy. Um. Yeah. Well, he was taken in an unnecessarily high draft pick and has been on the checking line ever since. So that's pretty not mad. Let's talk about the New York Islanders for a minute then because this is a little more positive because we both like the Isles. We love the um, Isles. And we love Thomas Grice. I've been backing him all year. You have been backing Thomas Grice. There's been Look, much nut they, swinging. They on the receiving end of the business from Tampa Bay. It was a 4-1 series loss. It was not rough. Not the end of the world, though. The Islanders won their first playoff series for the first time in 23 years. And, and everyone had you know, a lovely time. Even even though they lost 4-1, though, they did. Uh, it was a pretty good showing in most of the games. Um, my questions for you, John, moving into the offseason are as follows. If Grice has, in fact, earned himself the number one slot. Surely he has. Uh, are the Isles free to move on from Halak and therefore spend those dollars on bolstering their attack? Um, um, if they do so, do you see someone like a Rhymer stepping in, save them some cash, give them some decent decent backup chops, let Halak go and be a starter somewhere else? Because he's obviously not working there. He's, maybe nah, he's too old. Rhymer Reimer will cost them the same amount of money. He's done enough with the Sharks that he's shown he can be capable. That's right. Um, well, he stepped so in at Reimer- just the right time. I'm very interested to see where Rhymes goes, to be honest. I'm I'm so keen to see where that lands. Well, apparently, you know, like the the Calgary goal situation's all but shored up, so people are saying Freddie Anderson's all but gone at a Calgary. So I think Rhymer can pretty much name his price for a team who's desperate enough, so I don't see that as being a huge deal. I think they need to back Grice in as their number one. And yeah. And rely on a young kid as the Well, backup. he killed it all year during the regular season, but they still kept on referring back. They kept on just giving it back to Halak because he was perceived as a starter. But in actual fact, Grice's numbers were better. He won them tougher games against harder opposition. And Halak was injured the whole time. Well, yes. I mean, look, moving on Halak will save them a little bit of money they can put towards their attack. I think keeping that fourth line together of Kasikas, Martin, and Clutterbuck's crucial. Obviously, those dudes... Um, their forecheck and their hitting single-handedly kept the Isles in a number of games, both in the regular and postseason. Um, Do you see dudes like Ocposo sticking around there? I kind of see him leaving. No, he's he's one hundred percent gone. Like, there's no they. His agent and the Isles haven't spoken about um, a contract offer for him at all. Even though he's yeah. a completely unrestricted free agent, so he's gone. He's, he's yeah. absolutely gone. There's so no way that he's to, sticking they, they around. Need to use the Halak dollars and whatever else they've got left on replacing. A top line right wing and a ride with Tavares, and they also need to find a little more scoring pop to join, uh, like Nelson and Strom on the second and third lines. Yes, um, and that's the thing. Um, I have a feeling that if they do move on Halak, and I think this is another Philly situation where they've just got to bite the bullet. Like we're seeing that, that the same goalie storylines eventuated itself a couple times this year, which is actually mm. super cool. You know, like we saw it, we saw it right in the start of the season with Mazarai. Um, um, how do you say his name? Mrazek. Mrazek. Thank you. Um, and then okay. 
We've seen it a couple of times in the playoffs as well. It's been sick. I really like to see, you know, the apprentice out the master. I think it's a good storyline, man. Well, we love Star Wars. Um, and obviously, you know, we've seen Luke do it. So it's probably time that Martin Jones, you know, gave Jonathan Quick an absolute flogging. If it was good enough for Luke Skywalker, it's good enough for us. I agree. I've searched my feelings and yes, it is true. So with that, <laughs> Cam, good. no worries, man. Where... Hey, complete side note, did you hear Tom Hardy's going to play Boba Fett, like some form of Boba Fett in the next Star Wars? <laughs> That's sick. Sick. <laughs> so, solid Shinfo, Cam. Solid Shinfo. Hey, you know what we're going to do, though? We're going to talk about where we went wrong in oh. our second round picks. And but to be fair, not that bad. I think we did quite well. So, look, I'll, I'll lead off what, what went right. Washington choked and fell victim to the pens, which I, of course, told John would happen. Um, and not did. just because it's the caps, but because ruining your life is very mad. It um, is. However, I was to be totally fair, though, I was super cut that day. I also knew the caps would shit the bed. Oh, I did. So, my but biggest that, problem that was, that was, is this year, year I backed the Caps year. harder than I have for years. And I'm yes. like, and I, I think that's what I, I, I was pleasantly surprised at our start to the season. And then I was pleasantly surprised at our middle section. So I'd convinced myself not to get hope, up hope, but you can't help it. It's so shit. You've been saying that for a while. You're like, I'm not going to get my hopes up. But then you started getting your hopes up. You just, you, you just fell into the trap and then here we are. So like, I'll, I'll, I'll give us half marks for that because we both did say Washington were going to shit the bed. Yours was obviously begrudgingly and like more unofficial. And you, you officially selected them in your bracket. But deep down, I knew. you searched within yourself <laughs> and you knew that they I, were going to shit the bed. I knew it was happening, dude. You knew it. We knew it. Um, yeah. So. I, I believe we both tipped the Blues over the Stars. And I think we both even said seven games as well. So we both did, yeah. Again, we, we told you so. Um, everyone should listen to us. And we have said from day dot that Dallas's goaltending was always going to be their Achilles heel. So, you know, the lesson here is, guys, just listen to us. That's right. And literally every person we've had on the show has said, uh, what's with Dallas's goaltending? Yeah, they can score like a fucking bat out of hell, but they can't stop a goal to save themselves. No, exactly right. Like every dude. So kudos to us for having friends that know what they're talking about. And second of all, kudos to us for actually just knowing what we're talking about. Totally. Um, and then finally, I obviously back the Sharks in nice and hard. My wife goes for the Sharks. I like the Sharks. Joe Thornton's a former Bees captain. I was always going to pick the one. Um, so what went wrong for me, I love the Isles, and I hoped against the smart money that they'd get over the line against the Bolts, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, and they gave the boys from Brooklyn the absolute business. So fingers crossed Tavares gets a little help next year and they can push a little further. Well, I was going to say, I actually feel super bad for Tavares because, you know what, he's a dude you can get behind. He's just an all-time dude, right? He, he's all-time. I've told you this before. I think I'm going to I'm gonna cop a Tavares jersey and just hang it in my office. I feel like you should because he's just, a, like I said, he's an all-time, all-round actual legend dude. Yeah, I back it. Yeah, I back it and I back him. True story. So let, let's get on to your picks, where you went right to start with. And we are, we already said that unofficially you did say the Caps would get fingered, but well, you did I, include I, them in your bracket. I did say it in our podcast. To. I did say the podcast we where we picked it, I'm like, I want to not pick the Caps because they're going to cook it. And yeah, we all knew. That. We all knew, Cam. We all knew. It was there. It happened. So I picked yeah. the Blues um, mainly because of their their backs. You know, the back half of their season was super impressive. So we had to mm. back them. And then I backed the the Bolts because yeah. And here's a little bit of hot tip for you: Stammer, guess what? Is practicing. True story. 
Yes, I did see that. But also here's a hotter tip, which I blogged about in another very well-received post on our website. That I think that's solid, subtle brag because the the bolts have the bolts have moved on without him. Uh, I think they have, and so even if he does come back, you know what would be cool if he comes back for one game, they win, and then he just moves on. I don't know. Would that be cool, or would that be incredibly sad? Um, I feel like a little from column A and a little from column B. To be perfectly honest, I feel like it's probably a, a decent helping of both. <laughs> I had this idea about them because you know how the triplets are young, but they're still not that young. Like Stamkos is only 26 and the triplets are year 21, 22, 23s. Well, isn't, isn't Tyler Johnson like 24? Enough though, and because they're called the triplets, that they like sit around on one side of the change room with like little in-jokes with headphones talking about the latest Justin Bieber banger while Stamkos is in the corner on their own and they're like, old oh, man doesn't know Oh, so, so Stamkos is there trimming his beard and like, you know, combing his hair and staring in a mirror while the other guys are essentially punching each other in the nuts and like listening to Beats headphones. Yeah, so I wonder if Stan Coast is like the old odd man out and the rest of them are like, oh, look at the old guy. I kind of feel like Anton Strawman would be the old guy in the room. I don't think he'd be the old guy. I think he'd just be the straight up creepy weird looking guy. He's just an odd looking unit. He is. So actually, speaking of fucking creepy looking dudes who play for the Lightning, how about Radko Gudis? He is a fucking scary looking dude. He doesn't play for the Lightning anymore. Oh no, but he used to. Yeah. He used to. He plays for Philly now, but still. He and his giant forehead play for Philadelphia. Forehead? That's not a forehead. That's a five head. Oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Solid setup. Um, so where did I go wrong? I stupidly did not listen to Cam, and I yes. picked the Preds for some god awful reason. Because um, I'm an idiot, and I fucking cooked that one. So with that, where do we see the conference final going? So if well, today, today we obviously kicked off out west. We had St. Louis versus San Jose, game one, and the Blues took it two one. Interesting little tidbit from today. St. Louis out hit San Jose two to one. Wow. They out hit them two to one. That's crazy. So this is going to be a very physical grinding lockdown type of series. Um, even though San Jose has the most lethal power play in recent memory and they've got offensive stars everywhere you look. Like like their top unit power play is just the most ridiculous collection of legends in the world. Like Everything Pavelski, Marlowe, Burns and Couture. Like I know that's it's a power play unit. That's a fucking PlayStation lineup. It is. They're, they're like, actually, you're right. Their lineup is a PlayStation lineup. And if anyone deserves it, they do. Like, holy shit. Like, However, St. Louis's defense and their ability just to clamp down crazy, I think they may have the goaltending edge. And as we know, a cup-winning team is a, is a four-line team. They've got it end-to-end. Um, the way that St. Louis's smaller dudes have stepped up. So I'm looking at Fabry, Brower, um, Laterra, all those, you know, lesser lights have really stepped up. Alex Steen's an underrated lady. Fringe players, you could say, Cam. A little bit but more. You know, you know what the real X factor for the Blues is? And everyone forgets him and writes him off because he's a bit older and there's been trade talk and he's not like a sexy name anymore. David Backus has been leading from the front this entire playoff series. He's been leading for the front all year. He's an absolute yep. fucking legend. Seriously. And they, they acquired just the right amount of dudes. They've done such a good job. You know... I will be sad for if either team drops out, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I'm filthy that this is the Western Conference final. I would love not, this to be yeah. the cup final. I know. Um, and it'd both, it'd both it'd be perfect. Cracked, but, 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 
from their defense, building the center in which they were just like really applying that pressure, really locking the flames down, um, and, and the way in which they kept hitting San Jose. I still think it's going to be a center. I think their edge is going to be more moment. You're going to have to repeat that. You dropped out, cuz. I think Edge is going to have to St. Louis at the moment, just from what we saw today. It's still going to be a seven-game series, but um, St. Louis's defense is just looking just top-notch. So, so where do you see it falling? Do you see it falling in in a, in a six-game heap with St. Louis seven. just taking it seven? Seven. I am going to disagree, and I'm going to say it's going to be the Sharks in six. Look at that go. Defense Mainly championships, John. Defense wins championships. Yeah, that's right. But mainly, just to not say the same thing as you. Yeah, okay, so you, you're being combative just for the sake of a more interesting show. Well, that's right. So next week we can loll about how I'm right. Aha, uh-huh. well, okay, I mean, A, that's not going to happen, but B, I, I appreciate the manner in which you are contributing to more interesting content. Oh, yeah, see? See? I'm all about the candor here, Cam. So in the East, we both have to agree that there's going to be Tampa in six because it would it would be a disservice to all things right and holy to it, even think that the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to win it in anything. Well, you know what? I'm going to throw a spanner in the works because whilst my heart believes and my heart would like to see the Bolts take it out in six, I'm going to say the Pens in six again just so we have a differing point of view. The crazy thing about Pittsburgh for me, and here's what Tampa Bay should be terrified of, their fucking speed? No. Sidney Crosby has been quiet. Yeah. Kenny Malkin has been very quiet. All their big names have been very quiet, and it doesn't fucking matter. No. Nah. Nick Benino. Ben- fucking Nick Benino, uh, Carl Haglin. Oh, my God. The list Just, goes on. Matt, look, look, their stars for the last couple of series have been Matt Murray, Nick Benino, Haglin, Kessel. Yeah. It's been ridiculous. We're talking second, third line. The top line, it just, the top line, everyone's shutting down, right? And well, they're not and getting any ridiculous time. Ridiculous that we're referring to Kessel as like not a big name because he's obviously a huge name, but the manner in which he's been railroaded by the media. He is huge years. in burger circles. I'll have you know. <laughs> but the way he loves been a fucking hot dog. Media, I think we speak and think a little less of him, but he I'm, he's proving to be a fucking jet, and there's no way around it. But you and I touched on this earlier in the year because there's no pressure. He had to be the man in Toronto. He was the top line man that had to carry the team. And in Pittsburgh, he doesn't have to be the man. He can just be one of 12 men. And they go, hey, Phil, it's just time for you to go out and just play a little bit of hockey now. And he goes, okay, I'm just going to go play a little bit of hockey. Yeah, and he kills it. And you know what? And he kills it. We were We have been absolutely destroying the pens all season. No chemistry. The, the experiment hasn't worked. It's time to trade Gino. It's trying yeah. to do something. We were wrong. <laughs> we were, but you know what? We and everyone else. That's right. Because everyone else was on, on our, on the train and mm-hmm. you know, and to be, in our, to be fair in our defense, it did not look like it was working for the longest time. Well, it's not even that it didn't look like. It just was not working, and now it is. So, you know, good on the Pittsburgh organization. Good on Phil Kessel. They've shown good on Mike some... Sullivan for bringing it all together in some sort of ragtag style, you know. get everyone... It's like he threw everyone in a room and said, let's sort it out and win a cup. That's how it is. Like... Look, I for, one, I, for one, am shocked that an organization with decades of professional hockey experience 
um, was able to work it out and put together a solid solution as opposed to two dickheads from Australia who pride themselves on their ability to dominate NHL 2K in GM mode. I'm, I'm surprised that happened, but good on them for doing it. Yeah, I'm also surprised. Cam, well done. Mm. Yeah. So mm. that takes well, us... That's it, man. That takes us to the end of the show. A nice little 35-minute app. It's pretty good. Love it. Love a little 35-minute app. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do another one like later in the week. Who knows? Ooh, let's do this on Sunday. But you know what else? We're going to give a quick plug. I've been like pumping content out on the site like three, four times a week. You have. You guys should keep going to the website and reading all my sick articles. I'm surprised that people keep reading because... I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm a wordsmith and you should suck me off. <laughs> You're an actual walking, talking piece of shit. Can yeah, pump out well, an article, though. Good on you. Good on me, indeed. Also, uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, yada, 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 all going off, especially in playoffs. And um, I think we're nearly through to the end of our copyright infringement issues. So whilst you can still get at us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play, I think iTunes is almost remedied. Yeah, I don't know. iTunes. So for those of you that don't know this story, iTunes deleted us. Um no, I don't they know. We're not, this. We're not quite... made it. If you're not already a subscriber, you cannot search for us until we rectify the last of our copyright infringements. Well, the last of whatever the infringements are that we have done to wrong Apple in whatever it is that they're annoyed at, they've they've essentially deleted us from the iTunes store no matter where you are in the world. And for some reason, they're refusing to put us back on until we remedy something that we don't know. I think I worked out what it is, by the way. We'll have a quiet word afterwards. Oh, excellent. That sounds excellent. That sounds like Truly. more stuff I've got to do. Truly smashing. I will I will converse with you on Skype and give you all the info. Oh, over the internet. That sounds excellent. So there it is. Episode 20 in the books. That's pretty good. Our, our predictions for the last uh, home stretch into the cup uh, is here. Cam's blown it. I feel like I'm going to get it right this time. There it is. Episode 20. Sounds smashing. Does it? <laughs> Me too. All right, there.